And let me tell you about um, Grip6. You and I, we all work hard for our money, and we want to get the best product. We want the best price. Uh, and at least I do. I think you do, too. You want something that is helping America, helping build America. Um, I'm not an isolationist, but I do believe in America first. And there's a problem. We don't make anything here anymore. We need to. Grip 6. When you buy something from Grip 6, you're getting true American experience, products you can count on, a great price, uh, and you're supporting the entire chain here in America. For instance, their socks. You support American ranchers who raise the uh, specially bred sheep that produce the modern wool, the American manufacturers that wash it, process it, weave it into socks so your feet stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer. The American business owners who have accepted the risk that comes along with using only American-made products and American labor. So put your trust and hard-earned money in a company that does it right. Wear socks that matter. Put your money where your feet are. It's uh, grip6.com slash Beck. Go there now. Grip6.com slash Beck. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We have some breaking news from the Washington Examiner. We're going to get to here in uh, just about a half an hour. Uh, some things that you need to know that's going on with your government. Um, also, President Trump did something very President Trump yesterday in just an awesome move. He went to Ohio while our president is in Poland and Kiev talking war. President Trump was delivering food, water, supplies, and I think a whole buttload of hamburgers as well. (laughs) Only President Trump will give you that story and so much more. Beginning in 60 seconds, a lot of good reasons to stock up on emergency food and gear. No emergency is a garden variety emergency, and they should all be taken seriously. Uh, But they shouldn't be done out of fear, but out of wisdom. With potential war hanging over our heads right now, we need to be acting in wisdom. And there is a very short supply of wisdom with a lot of people today. If you go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now and stock up on their three-month emergency food kit, you will also get $200 worth of survival gear as a free bonus. You you don't know what's going to happen. It could. Hopefully, it never happens. But boy, there are so many things stacking up that I could easily see us needing some emergency food supplies just to tide us over. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your $200 bonus gift that comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. That, by the way, is for everybody in your family to be prepared. 
But hurry, the offer is only good while supplies last. Check this off your list and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst case scenario ever happens. It's MyPatriot.com, MyPatriotSupply.com, MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, so uh, President Trump was awesome yesterday. Just awesome. Uh, he... He went to, I'm trying to see if we have any, yeah, he went to East Palestine uh, yesterday, cut seven, and said this. To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, we have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. Um, I, I don't think you could have a stronger contrast um, between the former president and this current president while he's out gallivanting around the world, giving our money to uh, pension funds in Ukraine. This president is delivering food as a private citizen. Yeah. And not, not only did Trump beat Biden to Ohio, he beat Buttigieg to Ohio. <laughs> the guy he's supposed well, to be Well, but he is riding his thing. bike. Well, he's not riding his bike. He's taking a plane and then he's putting the bike in the back of a uh, of a SUV. And then when he gets about a block away from the cameras, right. he's going to ride his bike into town. Yeah, and he'll so. be wearing a fancy helmet when he's doing yeah. that because he's <laughs> yes, safe he really and he looks really safe. good. Yeah, you always look so good. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, um, uh, Trump went on the uh, trail yesterday, uh, and I think this was a huge score for uh, President Trump. Now, speaking of former presidents, there is a um, there's another story out. Um, a former President Clinton aide who has ties to Epstein died by suicide. Okay, now this this story is a year old. This happened May seventh, twenty twenty two. But uh, the family kind of wanted to keep all the details quiet. They were afraid of the um, the images um, being released. And I don't need to see anybody who has killed themselves. I don't need to see their images. However, his name is Mark Middleton. He's 59 years old. And he was discovered to cease at the Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas, 30 miles from his home in Little Rock. He was sitting next to a tree with an extension cord wrapped around his neck. The other end of the cord was attached to a tree limb above him. But again, he's sitting next to the tree. So he didn't hang himself. Now, uh, how he died was um, a gunshot wound to the chest. And it was a shotgun. Now, if you have a shotgun, I suppose you could reach, but it's a lot easier if you would put it in, you know, to your head because you'd have a little easier time getting to the trigger. I think maybe. I don't know. I've never tried this. Um, so, you know, it's it's difficult to do, but it's possible. Um, although... The weird thing is, um, there was uh, no shotgun um, at the scene. So, um, anyway, um, you know, I, I just want to throw that in. Just a, It might have been an alien 
in a balloon. Now, by the way, this guy is uh, the guy who let Jeffrey Epstein into the White House over and over and over again uh, while he was uh, while uh, President Clinton was in the White House. Oh, and he took a couple of trips to the island uh, with Jeffrey Epstein and uh, President Clinton. But again, suicide by hanging or it uh, some sort of magic shotgun that wasn't at the scene of the crime. Okay, uh, let's see. What else is uh, news today? Oh, um, a uh, vinyl chloride update for you. Yesterday, we read the story to you. CDC updates profile for vinyl chloride days before Ohio train derailment and removes section on how it affects children. So yesterday, I told you that we had reached out to the CDC for, you know, I'd like to debunk this story. I don't, I mean, I just don't understand it's really easy right now to say everything the government says is a lie. Very easy. Um, and many times that is true, but it doesn't always make it true. And we should always try to find uh, an answer over a theory. So we um, wrote to the CDC and we said we wanted to get ahead of any conspiracy theories and go straight to the source and ask the CDC is this merely a coincidence of timing? Number two, why were the updates made? Number three, why was the section on how that vinyl chloride impacts children was removed? What is the CDC's response to the safety of the Ohioans uh, post-toxic chemical release on February 3rd? Thank you. Well, they wrote back. Shocking. Mm. CDC wrote back and said, thank you for reaching out on this topic. By congressional mandate, the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry produces and updates toxicological profiles for chemical substances found on its substance priority list. Uh, also, at national priorities list. Uh, you can find those at the national priorities list site. The Comprehensive Environmental Response Compensation and Liability Act of 1980 is amended, blah, 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 further requires that toxicological profiles be updated periodically. They evaluate profiles annually to determine whether updating is necessary, depending on the complexity of the chemical. The process for developing a tox profile can take up to a year or more. This includes multiple reviews, such as uh, external independent peer review, followed by a release for a 90-day public comment period, incorporating any necessary changes at vinyl publishing. Uh, they developed the initial vinyl chloride tox profile in 1989. They produced updates in 93, 97, 2006, and 2023 based on the latest information. They have been working on an update for the vinyl chloride tox profile over the past year. Um, it had been made available for public comment on February 9th. Remember, the train derailment was the third. Uh, made available for public comment on uh, February 9th as part of the usual process not related at all to the situation in East Palestine. A draft tox profile available for public comment is there and until May 20th, 2023. It updates the 2006 version. Um, then it doesn't answer any of our other questions. So I, we, we, I really wanted to know, why did you remove the part about the 
children and the impact on children and mothers, but they decided not to answer that. But there's your answer on why they updated it. And so, because I thought you said it happened right before the train. It did, but they posted it. They posted the, um, the public the comment public period. comment period after. After, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's very, look. I think all that does is explain that it theoretically could be a coincidence, right? Like if they do it every once in a while. Sure. It, it just very, very sure. It doesn't mean it is a coincidence. It just but also means it could be. And I don't even know what the straight line is there when it comes to what the conspiracy theory would be. Have you followed this enough to know what what, what would be what would be the accusation that they knew there was going to be a train derailment? I and guess. Then, uh, I guess. I mean, I mean, it would. It, it's kind of a weird. So that's a that's a. It's a very strange path if that's what they were doing intentionally. I mean, you would it, it would be a little ridiculous. It, I mean, that that's a little ridiculous of a conspiracy. Theory. It's just so coincidental that yeah. if you you just want to ask the questions, which is what we tried which to we do, tried to do, and did not get those answers. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they're coming soon. Now, uh, speaking of this, <laughs> uh, there is a a kind of an interesting other story on misinformation, disinformation. Um, and it revolves around Google. Google has done this really cool thing now um, to where, you know, all of everybody is getting out of the world of, uh, you know, disinformation. We're not going to put lists together anymore, blacklist. We're, and, you know, it's interesting to me. I felt something was wrong with this for the last couple of weeks. Every time it's been brought up and brought up in meetings, I've just said, nah, it's and I didn't know what to verbalize um, until I saw this story. And I'm like, that's what I was feeling. It seemed too easy. They're exposed. They're exposed for, you know, uh, working with this group out of England and making a list, a blacklist. And all of a sudden, Microsoft, Google, everybody's like, oh, you know what? Oh, we're outraged. We had no idea. We're going to stop that blacklist. We're not going to do that anymore. Uh, Right? Mm. Okay, listen to this story. The misinformation or disinformation field has exploded in popularity over the past decade. Forces in American society have been using these terms as a pretext for suppressing certain viewpoints on big tech platforms. Now the world's largest and most used search engine company is getting deeper into the game. Proponents of this endeavor have tried a series of methods to tackle the problem of what they call misinformation, but it appears they have found a new favored strategy. So the reason why they were so willing to go, yeah, whoa, you caught us, we're out, is because they've been working on something even worse. The effort against supposed misinformation has transformed from a left-wing media talking point to a full-blown government-sponsored initiative to combat information inconvenient to the state's objectives. In addition, various private organizations have positioned themselves as champions against false information being propagated on the Internet. To put simply, pre-bunking. Pre-bunking. Not debunking. Pre-bunking is the new tool. It is designed to inoculate people against the spread of misinformation on digital platforms. Rather than publishing information to expose supposedly false claims, it relies on conditioning individuals to view certain types of arguments 
as fake news before they ever encounter them. Hmm. This is what a, types of arguments. This is uh, uh, objectives <laughs> of, is accomplished through the use of strategic videos, strategic ads, and even online games like Cat Park, which is funded by the department's the State Department's Global Engagement Center to crack down on the impact of populism on foreign elections. Google, through its jigsaw unit, has been one of the entities at the forefront of the debunking initiative. This is from debunking or pre-bunking. This is oh, sorry, pre-bunking okay. initiative. <laughs> this is from uh, Just the News. After experimenting on Americans, after experimenting on Americans and Eastern Europeans last year. Google is expanding a program to inoculate YouTube viewers against purported misinformation and disinformation to Europe's largest economy and the world's soon-to-be biggest country. The Alphabet-owned company gave the Associated Press a preview of its pre-bunking initiative expansion into Germany. It will focus on the ease of presenting photos and videos as evidence of something false. So what they're saying here is they just need to precondition you really without you really knowing it by manipulating different videos and ads directed towards what you might be predisposed to think. So, you know, if you don't trust the government, you're going to get a lot of preconditioning to show that really the government is really very uh, helpful and truthful. You just have been misguided. And my guess is it won't say you're misguided. You'll just start to have an algorithm that is very slowly pro-government. As opposed to the one that exists now that is very obviously pro-government. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think I see what you're saying. This goes back to some of the research we've talked about over the years where you can really easily, without anyone noticing, change the experience for a user on a search engine. And it's going to become even more blatant with AI. I mean, you know, no one, only the only AI you know, transcripts that you read are the ones that people post intentionally on mm -hmm, Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. You you don't, there's no record of them. You know, this is why it would be so hard. They're talking about this for homework. Why it'd be so hard for the plagiarism thing to be caught now because there's no record of what the AI is going to write for a kid that Correct. wants to write an essay. Correct. And so you push that to a place where a company that may have very close ties to the government and mm -hmm. may have an agenda similar mm -hmm. to the government wants to push through an, that agenda be well, imagine, very easy to do it. Imagine if they had this uh, pre-crime or pre-debunking of, let's say, ESG. Yeah. They could have had videos made that they were pushing out mm -hmm. showing, oh, ESG is, is not real or it's really, really good and not what it said before we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. That way, I would have a much more difficult time getting this message out because too many people would be predisposed to go, yeah, war is good. War is peace. Back in just a second, Car Shield. If you're somebody who prides yourself on planning ahead uh, of difficult or even emergency situations, 
um, when your car is out of warranty, you just don't know. When it breaks down, and it's not an if, it is a when, car expenses can set you back if you're not really prepared for them. And it's especially true right now. That's why I urge you to go to CarShield and look for an affordable protection plan that will fit your budget. Um, You're going to want to have it at a time when a costly repair comes down the road. And those are usually chips. And there's like 3,000 chips in cars now. You're going to have to have somebody watching your back for those expensive things or it can set you and your budget way back, way back. When your car breaks down, you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, no extra costs. Lock in your price today, and it will never go up. Car Shield save 20% on your plan. You'll always be prepared for the unexpected. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash back. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, a couple of things today. How much time do I have here, Sarah? Um, uh, there's a couple of things that you need to be aware of. Uh, and you will get more information. We're doing a special in two weeks. Um, this is taking multiple weeks of research to show you what the government is actually doing to our power grid. Um, unbeknownst to you, they are dismantling our power grid. They are destroying our coal fire plants, and they are incentivizing our power companies to do it. And those coal fire plants are going to be sold and you'll understand why um, uh, in a little while, but they're being sold and they're being sold at unbelievably discounted prices uh, for scrap metal. Once these things are closed, they're closed and dismantled, and it takes years to build them back. We've got to stop these power plants from being dismantled, Uh, and I'll give you all of the information on that, plus... Uh, Because there is legislation that is starting to go through at the state level. It's got to happen at the state level. Then there's also something else that's happening with the the Uniform Commercial Code, the UCC. It is now being changed. This code is being changed state by state. They say it's no big deal, but it redefines the definition of money, meaning... It becomes a digital central bank currency. This, too, has got to be stopped at the state level. We'll give you all the details coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh, look, here's a YouTube video on how those things are a conspiracy. Uh, when, it, uh, when was the last time that you, got only, um, you, you had not only uh, good but you had better service from a competing product and you got it for cheaper. That's the kind of thing that you don't see every day, especially in the field of cell phone service. But it's exactly what you can expect from Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We've got to start doing business with each other and hold each other up because we're all in this one together. They're offering service now with all three major networks, which means if you're with one of the big three, you like their service, but you hate their values and the fact that, you know, like Verizon is sending money to Planned Parenthood. Um, Patriot Mobile comes with a, a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with their coverage, 
You can switch among the big three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, they share your values. They're not going to send your money to the destruction of America, but for the building up of America. 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make your switching easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 878-PATRIOT. You can support the movement at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Gabe Kaminsky is an investigative reporter for the Washington Examiner, and he has been on the uh, program just recently. He was on, uh, I think, a couple of weeks ago to talk about the British group that is fighting disinformation um, and making a blacklist of conservative media. Uh, Well, he has a new story that has just dropped today, and that is um, uh, a story on James Comer demanding records from the State Department and their funding of the uh, of the group of blacklisting conservatives. This is an amazing story to think that our State Department has funded an effort to uh, stop advertising on programs like and truly including mine. Um, my tax dollars are going to hurt my own business. It is incredible. Welcome uh, to the uh, program, Gabe. How are you? Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me. So tell me the latest twist in this. What's happening? The latest twist is following the National Endowment for Democracy, a State Department-backed entity announcing it will no longer provide future resources to the Global Disinformation Index. Today, Representative James Comer, Chairman of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, uh, has sent a letter to the State Department and Ant- Secretary Antony Blinken, uh, and he's demanding uh, documents in connection to funding of the Global Disinformation Index by March 9th. He's also demanding a briefing by the State Department no later than March 2nd. So this is just the latest development in Republicans in Congress beginning to investigate this funding. Um, explain to people why this matters so much. You know, what we've uncovered through our series, Disinformation, Inc., in the Washington Examiner, is how the U.S. Department of State has been funding an organization called the Global Disinformation Index, which has been secretly feeding and compiling blacklists uh, of conservative news websites and feeding those to advertising companies with the intent of uh, shutting down those websites, places trying to dictate where you can read and get your information, places like the Blaze, the Daily Wire, the Washington Examiner, and certainly your radio show, Glenn. Uh, And so what we found is that the State Department is funding that group, the Global Disinformation Index, uh, which has raised pretty pretty big red flags among First Amendment lawyers. Have you seen the story um, about the um, Google effort called Jigsaw? I'm not familiar now. Okay. You, you should look into this as part of your series because you're so good at your investigative reporting. Um, there is a story out now about Jigsaw. And, and what's bothered me was, you know, Bing and everybody else immediately jumping on the bandwagon saying, oh, my gosh, we had no idea. That, that global initiative, that was, huh, we had no, we're not going to use that anymore. 
there's a story out now about um, uh, pre-bunking instead of debunking, pre-bunking. And Google is using a device that they have um, put together uh, called Jigsaw. And it is going to um, push things out uh, to, let me see if I can get the, uh, uh, the way they have said this is, in, is absolutely incredible. Um, it is not just going to expose false claims. It relies on, quote, conditioning individuals to view certain types of arguments as fake news, even before they encounter them. That sounds a little spooky. Yeah, I, I will say that that does sound spooky. And I, I'll tell you what, Glenn, that sounds very similar to uh, what we've unpacked with the Global Disinformation Index, because they've been identifying disinformation as not merely fraudulent or false uh, information, but actually opinion articles that they disagree with. And so, right. for example, they've been flagging Washington Examiner pieces that are based on research that a commentary is disinformation. So certainly the movement has morphed into this uh, disagreement with ideas you don't like, you know. It's really, really unbelievable. Gabe, thank you so much for uh, all of your work. And this story just broke just a few minutes ago. You can find it at the Washington Examiner. If you're not reading the Washington Examiner every day, you're missing out. It is a must-read um, uh, website. Thank you so much, Gabe. Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, he's an investigative reporter has been looking at all of this disinformation. Um, and, I, I mean, my tax dollars, my tax dollars are being put to use to silence me. I mean, it's incredible. And by the way, it's not the first time it's happened to you, <laughs> which uh, congrats. Yeah. Uh, but this is a totally new type well, of effort. It's it is the first time. It's not the first time people have gone after me. Yeah. But if you remember right, the press had no interest in uh, when the White House had organized three or four separate uh, attempts outside of the white house but all from within the white house right like it was you know it was people who worked in the white house and they had side organizations that Correct. were coming after you Correct. i guess it's a little bit different yeah it's a little different mm -hmm. um but they had been doing that and nobody paid attention to that no one cared uh nobody cared now but this is the first time and this is all of government approach this is what joe biden is doing it's all government approach to stopping whatever it is they want to stop yeah and so they'll use and find all of the levers in all of these different agencies i mean i wouldn't be surprised to see if the usda was you know uh working against energy or working against disinformation or whatever it is yeah and, and it's it's it ties into what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks where the disinformation police if you will is something that actually could have value to society, especially right now, where we're going into a world where AI and deep fakes and, and voice replication and all these things mm -hmm. are coming and having institutions that could sift through this for us and let us know when something was real and was, something wasn't would be truly valuable if it wasn't being done like this. If we could have trust in these institutions 
media sources, government, all of these things that are supposed, scientists, health officials, all these people are supposed to be around to help us go through this uh, stuff and figure out what's real and what isn't. Instead, what's happened is they've pre-bunked the whole process. Correct. They've come up with, they've, they've made everyone not believe the fact-checking process before these crucial moments occur. And now no one knows where to turn. Well, I think it's really, it's becoming easier. You know anything that the networks are telling you is most likely at least slanted, but very well possibly false. Okay, you can't. This is the thing on um, the same thing with Putin and uh, and Ukraine. More than one thing can be true. Okay, Mm -hmm. so uh, I don't like Putin. However, what Putin said in his speech, some of it, some of it was very true. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't. And by saying that, that doesn't make me a supporter of Putin. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's another option. Putin is right about these things, wrong about other things. That doesn't make me have to choose between Putin or Biden. I don't want Biden leading a war in Ukraine. I like the people of Ukraine. I don't like the government of Ukraine because it's absolutely corrupt. I don't like the government of the United States because it appears to be absolutely corrupt. I don't like the government of Russia. It appears to be absolutely corrupt. So I don't have to pick sides. I can say I like and support the people, but I don't support any of those governments. I don't support any of them in the war. None. I don't want my money going there. I don't want it, uh, you know, going against Putin. And I don't want uh, a, a nuclear war on Putin. Last night I did a special on the effects of nuclear war. And it was really eye-opening because we really don't take it seriously at all anymore because we all learn that, nah, this is, that's not good. <laughs> you can't win in that war. But there was something in last night's special right towards the beginning that I thought was so important. And that is the idea that This is the first time, and think of this, this is the first time that uh, two nuclear superpowers, Russia and the United States, uh, would be facing off face-to-face. We've always fought through proxies, like it's happening right now, Mm -hmm. but Russia is now saying that we're, we have uh, um, perpetrated the Nord Stream pipeline explosion, which is a crime against humanity, war crimes, okay? And we're saying war crimes against them. And they are also saying that uh, by us being there and spending so much money and doing all this and giving them advice, we're directly engaging We are also saying that the only way that we're going to end this is if Putin and his regime is gone. So it's regime change. He is saying that it's either us or them because I'm not going anywhere. So if they defeat, they'll defeat our entire system. So they cannot win. The United States is trying to destroy us. They're trying to destroy us. We're trying to destroy them, okay? 
That's never happened since we had nuclear missiles. It's never happened. We've never gone toe-to-toe, face-to-face, and it's always been about another issue. It hasn't been, I'm going to topple you. That's what makes this nuclear uh, flashpoint different than all of the other flashpoints. It's always been about something else, but now both sides are on record crimes against humanity regime change that's why if we got into a war and we know we knew putin was winning and it meant the end of nato and possibly the end of america would we consider using nukes it means the end of us and the end of europe i think we would If they are losing and they feel like that's the end of Russia and they're going to be taken over by NATO, will they use nukes? Yeah, I think the answer is yes. That's the biggest thing you need to understand about this. I still don't think that it's a reality that it will happen. I do think that when you have the understanding that both sides are backing each other into a corner and they're both calling for the decapitation of those systems, both sides, you're in a different world. Mm, that's, and you're right. I mean, it's never happened. It seems to me the, the best way to avoid, this is going to sound very basic, but the best way to avoid this escalating is for the current president to be voted out of office and someone else being in control of those decisions. If we can make it that long. Yeah, and that's still, you know, still, still two years away. Two years away. Two years away. A year and a half, I guess. All right, let me tell you, if you've got a credit card and your balance is $10,000 and you're only making the minimum payment, how long is it going to take for you to pay that off? The answer, unfortunately, is eight and a half years. And by the time you get it paid off, you're going to pay so much money in compounding interest. Listen, there is another option available. If you're a homeowner, maybe, maybe it's right and the time is right to find the light at the end of the tunnel in the form of a cash out refi from American financing. You can take some cash out and pay off some of that debt or all of your debt. American Financing is a family-owned mortgage company. It's in it for you. The average person is saving now about $700 a month. You could delay up to two mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days, and instead of facing 20% interest rate, you're looking at a 5 or 6% interest rate. American Financing, call them now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, it looks like the DOD now is also involved in opposition research. The Department of Defense uh, has been caught releasing uh, private individuals' records um, unlawfully to opposition research teams, Democrats. uh, And those records are being used to smear people, 
threaten people uh, and change elections. So we got that going for us too now. Yeah, that's it. You know, I think we might be on the verge of something really big in this world. What do you uh, mean? Because if you think about like the. I've always thought that the media really hit a tripwire with Trump. They've always been liberal. They've oh, always yeah, been yeah. They they've, went they've, insane. Right, but they went insane. Like yeah. they really, they basically outwardly stated, this is too important for those old journalism rules. Correct. Right? Like the, mm-hmm. he's too uniquely terrible. We have to break all these rules. We, can, we now have to fight on the side of what's right mm-hmm. in their minds. Mm-hmm. And we all noticed that, I think, with the media. We all saw it happen in front of our eyes. But what is that at its core? That is people using their own abilities, their own connections, their own uh, surroundings to f- to go after this goal of, in this case, removing Donald Trump at all costs. Mm-hmm. The same types of people had jobs within the government, within the Defense Department yes. of Defense, within, as you might call it, the deep state. Mm-hmm. And those people also went insane when this went on. Correct. And we're just at the precipice of understanding what types of moves were made when that was going on. When they all sort of lost their mind and said, you know, I yes, I'm a liberal, but I'm fighting for our country. Wait a minute. This guy's different. I need to change. But they started there, but they haven't finished. No. Now they are still doing it, and it is getting worse and worse and more widespread. That's why it has to be rebooted. Unplug it. And plug it back in with all new people. It's corrupt. All of the files have been corrupted. Back in a second with more.